So if you subscribe to the newsletter, you know that I mentioned this week there would be a religionish spirit check-in. And I wanted to do this because I've just noticed that everyone's really functioning, you know, like on edge. We're all very anxious. We're all very nervous. There's a lot of concern for the way the world is right now, given the pandemic. And I wanted to offer just some reflections on um, a certain emotion. For those of you who don't know, I lost my father um, back in the fall. And I realized that for the past year and more that I'd been living with the constant state of fear, that fear of loss, because the grieving process starts before you even actually experience the loss. You, you begin to grieve when you just think that it may happen. And I know a lot of people have been writing op-eds and columns right now about grief and how um, people are grieving, you know, the loss of normalcy, the loss of a loved one if they've succumbed to coronavirus, um, the loss of safety and security, the loss of movement. You know, there's just a lot of loss happening right now all around the world. And I, with that, I think just comes fear. I, to me, loss and fear just go hand in hand. And I was doing a grief meditation the other day, and the topic was fear. And I just kind of came to this realization that, oh man, I have been living in fear for so long. And even though the worst thing that I could imagine has happened, I've lost my father, that fear hasn't gone away. And I think a lot of that is interesting because, you know, from a personal perspective, it was my dad got sick. Then I was told I needed surgery and I was not mobile. And then what is the question of, is my dad going to get better? What's going to happen to my PhD research? What's going to happen, you know, I was away from my cat for a really long time. What's going to happen to my cat? And then, you know, things just one after another after another. And then you begin to believe that you're going to go back to a sense of normalcy. Like this year, January, I was like, yes, we're going to go back. Things are going to get normal. We're going to have a routine and and get through grief. <laughs> you know, 2020 had a different plan. Uh, pandemics happen. You get stuck at home. Um, and all of that fear just takes root again, and you can't let go of it. And it's not a conscious choice to live in fear. I don't think any of you who are afraid for yourselves or afraid for loved ones or have a general, um, concern, you know, for our healthcare workers or those still, um, working at essential services so that a lot of us can stay home and make sure that we're social distancing. You're not consciously choosing to be afraid. It just kind of sits there. And do I have an answer of how to get rid of it? No, <laughs> no. Um, 
But I do think it's important to kind of maybe like acknowledge it and recognize it and understand that you may be doing things that are fear motivated instead of coming from a place of comfort. And right now that's bound to happen and it's going to happen. But at the same time, you know, yes, everyone keeps saying like, oh, you know, take care of yourself. Well, that looks different for everybody. I'm not going to tell you, oh, go ahead and meditate like I was doing. I'm not going to tell you, you know, to do self-care routines because everyone's in a different situation, different circumstances. But I do think if just taking a small moment to be able to name the fear, and this is what the meditation was telling me to do, to say hello to your fear, greet it, um, I don't know, that was really helpful for me, and I got a lot out of it. Um, to be able to recognize uh, where certain thoughts are coming from, or where certain um, physical symptoms, like a tight chest, um, comes from. And, you know, you may, you may not be able to get rid of it, but you can at least know where it's coming from, and you can bring a sense of control back into your life in a time where there is no control. And just like I'd say um, loss and fear go together, um, a lack of control and fear also go together. So just thinking about ways in which you can bring control back little bit by little bit. Um, This also came up not just because of the meditation, but I was doing... A recording for one of our summer episodes and we were talking about tarot cards and so I did a daily pull from a tarot app that I use and it was the death card <laughs> and it you know death does not just mean death it it can mean endings it can mean changes it just means shifts of any kind and I thought it was really funny that I happened to pull that card on the exact same week where I realized that all of this fear from the day that I found out my dad was sick until now has still been in existence and how it's still impacting my life and still informing the ways in which I view certain things. But, uh, you know, it it was one of those serendipitous moments. And I think that kind of led me to want to take this time to do a religionish spirit check Um, I don't identify with any religion, but I do think every once in a while, you know, thinking about your own mental health and your own energy and your own thinking is also really important because that's also part of who you are or your spirit, if you want to call that. If you made it to the end, thanks for listening to this first installment of the Religionish Spirit Check. I think these will occur probably every few weeks or so, and um, it's my hope that they can be times to pause and reflect on the current situation we're living through. We're constantly being bombarded with information that we rarely have time to process it, and I hope these spirit checks will create that time for me and for you. Hopefully they won't all be so serious, but they will all be unscripted and minimally edited, as you can hear my dog in the background of this one. 
but they will all reflect the feelings and thinking that I had from the previous week. However, I'd love to hear from all of you. If you want to contribute your own spirit check about how you feel during this pandemic, you can record yourself using your phone or computer and email it to religionishpodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want your voice to appear on the show, you can also write up your spirit check and send it via email for me to read. In either case, if you want to, you can do this anonymously so that your story is shared, but you can remain private. I truly believe that hearing each other and us sharing how we're feeling and coping will help minimize the emotional gap that comes with physical social distancing. So please share. You can also share your thoughts with me on Twitter at religionish or on Instagram at religionish underscore podcast. I actually put up clips from the spirit check on the show's Instagram story, and there may be some peaks of adorable pets in there. As always, religionish is a solo project done by me, Ashley Campbell. So your reviews, ratings, and sharing really do help this show reach more people. So while you're not sharing germs, please go ahead and spread the Religionish podcast. Religionish is on all the popular podcasting apps, so no matter how you listen, whether it's surfing the couch like you're on that canceled tropical vacation, or enjoying happy hour at the local kitchen bar, you can easily find the show. Uh, the acoustic guitar version of Furley's for this episode was played by Joe Nicola. And lastly, don't forget to sign up for the Religionist newsletter on our website. It comes out each week on Friday, and you get more fun content about religion and society. I'm also making sure it's a COVID-19 free zone. So go subscribe at religionish, that's religion with I-S-H at the end, dot com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And wash your hands. Mm-hmm.